Hey, uh, this is Idle Chatter, the the podcast where we talk about Max's hit show. Is it a hit show? Probably not. A uh, show called The Idol, starring toxic R&B king, The Weeknd. I'm your host, Derek Brown. With me is my other host. You want to give your... your Marley Kendrick. Marley Kendrick. <laughs> All right, cool. Marla K. Yeah, so this show, I don't know where we start. Episode was insane. Great episode. Um, in, insane. But before we get there, let's talk about last show. We asked for you guys to leave voicemail, send us an email, and we got a lot of responses, and we're going to do like the top responses. Let's go. Let's go to the email. Marla, can you read uh, one of the first emails that we got? Sure. From one of the the community of listeners. Which, by the way, thank you so much for those that took the time to write us and give us your theories. We really love them. They honestly make my day when we see them. People are engaging and it makes me not feel so lonely when people agree with some of my sentiments. The emails and voicemails are like very intelligent, very like dissecting, very high end not high end, but high cost. I don't know. I was really surprised about how much people care about this show and dissect it in a certain mm-hmm. way. So it was great. So let's go to the first email. Take it away, okay. uh, Marla K. So the subject of this email, how much of this is just the weekend self-important abuse fantasy from Elizabeth? Thank you mm-hmm. so much for writing in. Thank you. She says... Since the first episode, much like Derek, I was thinking about The weekend's first mixtapes, which I loved, but begrudgingly because the themes were always overtly misogynistic. I found this show totally predictable because Tedros is just a pretty standard abuser, love bombing, objectification, increasingly violent and degrading, sex, control, manipulation, isolation, and now just straight up beatings. I used to work at a shelter for women escaping domestic abuse, and this is just all straight out of the every abuser playbook. So for the show, firstly, I'm really hoping there will be an unexpected twist where Joss or some of her ride or die actually loyal people who love her stand up to Tedros and take him down. Probably not going to happen, but my actual question is, how creepy is the weekend for real? Is this just the full realization of his fantasy that started with, quotes, House of Balloons? Is Tedros his alter ego? Is he going to get me too'd? Or as he stated in the GQ interview, is this total satire? Does not he does not find the whole thing unsexy, or does he find the whole thing unsexy? Sorry. Love the podcast, you two, and love that Marla hates the show as much as I do. Finally, my favorite character is 100% Destiny. I think she's seen men like Tedros before and has a plan to defeat him, hopefully. Thank you. Such a well-written email Thanks. and yeah. all the things that I have wondered too. Like when we talk about art imitating reality or reality imitating art, some of the stuff that he writes is a little too weird for it to be something that he hasn't thought about a lot before. Yeah. And, and that's has- what I thought too. Yeah. Like, how ha- is he going to get me too? Like, I totally thought that. Um, I don't know because we don't know that much about The weekend. He doesn't really do in- interviews and he plays a character like he'll go to the award show with a mask or like uh, a costume and he creates these characters for every album. 
So I did a little research on The weekend, and I came to the conclusion. He's funny. Uh, if you search, um, he was on American Dad, uh, which is a cartoon on Fox. And if you search weekend, American Dad plays himself, but he like admits that he's a virgin, which is the total opposite of his you know, sex crazed or whatever persona. So the weekend, I think here's what I think. I think the weekend is all these characters at one point because he was homeless. Um, He dropped out of high school. He did stay at a house where a whole bunch of people were and he partied and he was addicted to drugs. He is probably one of the biggest pop stars. I didn't realize how big he was. Um, Blinding Lights is like the most streamed song ever on spotify he's bigger than bruno mars and i'm thinking like okay who would if bruno mars did this would people take him seriously because we know how bruno mars is he's like you know the the smile guy the guy Mm -hmm. who makes grandma's dance um would be okay i don't know if the weekend i don't think the weekend is creepy just from his con can interview um he seems really put together he does a lot. He he puts a lot of uh, thought in his image, like a lot, a lot of thought. He's more complex than you say. Why are you such a Tedros able apo- apologist? Because you know why. Here's here's why. I've been listening to his albums a lot, and he his writing and his videos. He does a lot of high complex. He loves big fan of film, and he's very intelligent. It would be something if he was like a dumb guy or just a regular um you know, artist but this guy really works on his image and does stuff that honestly he shouldn't do like his one of his major hits is about cocaine and kid he won a kid's choice award for i can't feel my face mm-hmm. so i don't know how he's big like yeah it doesn't make sense how big he is um he released house of balloons independently and then he changed the face of music and R&B with this dark tones. I mean, I mean, Billie Eilish kind of inspired is inspired by that and, you know, Lana Del Rey is kind of the same thing where she plays a character. So, it's very complex of who he is. He doesn't do interviews a lot at all. That's what I noticed is um I know that he did a GQ article. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I haven't read other ones, so uh there may be more out there, but the he hasn't commented a lot on the show i haven't even really seen him do a lot of like press tours either yeah you know when celebrities come out with their new projects they do a lot of press tours and media junkets you start to see them everywhere but i have not seen abel at all really i didn't even know he was releasing a show and he puts so much thought into all of his like musical performances on talk shows and the gq interview he kind of admits like, Hey, this is not sexy. It's supposed to be awkward and it's supposed to be perverse. Mm-hmm. Like I think he knows how to make romantic stuff. He made, um, uh, the 50 shades of gray. He earned it, which like moms love that. Like insane. My mom loves that song. And it's like a romantic song. <laughs> like it's, is that weird? He for knows you? how to do it. Huh? Is that weird for you? Yeah, my you know what's funny? yeah it is weird because I I sh- I showed my mom this is back in 2012 or 11 a House of Balloons and she really likes The Weekend. I don't think she listens to any of the words at all because they're very <laughs> dark and it's better like it's like a metaphor towards drug abuse and self hatred. So she just liked the album. So he's a really complex guy. I, do I think he's creepy? 
No, but I do think he's been around really creepy guys. I can see him living in a house like Jocelyn, like one of Jocelyn's or his Tedros's followers. I think oh, he wow. definitely did that. Yeah. Like, you know, the uh, Chloe, we can talk about Chloe being 17, being homeless, which was the weekend or Abel was that in Canada where he's from. Yeah. Well, um, we'll get to that. But yeah. thank you, Elizabeth, for writing. I totally agree with you. Lots of abuse tendencies really hard to watch at some points I, I read that you worked for a shelter so thank you for doing that that must be yes. hard to 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 do too so yeah thanks for writing in and i think we can the weekend tedros is an antagonist he has to be bad so we can root for jaws i that's what i think mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to share this just maybe i'll share it a little bit so i'm hoping that this show is like a redemption show like, I really hope that since Joss wasn't able to stand up to her mom, maybe she could stand up to Tedros and have like a redemption of like, this is who I am and I'm an adult and I control what I want to do. I'm hoping that's where mm-hmm. the show goes. But uh, okay, let's read the other email. We got a really packed show. Take it away, Marla. Oh, you want me to read the second one too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Dyslexia. All right. So this one is oh. <laughs> this one is from Allie. Hey, Derek and Marley. I might still call this in, but I feel like I needed to write out my feelings first. I just binged your bo- podcast and I'm so thankful you're doing this. Pause. Thank you so much for binging our podcast. I never thought anybody would be doing that, but thank you for being interested in our stuff. Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, Yeah, she says, I'm enjoying your dissection of the themes and Easter eggs that I overlooked. I've been trying to have intellectual conversations about the show on Reddit, but the sad criticism of Abel can't act and Sam can't write. And oh my God, too much nudity and ill cringe just ruin it. I find it extremely interesting that people love to jump on the hate bandwagon for Sam Levinson just because he writes in a different style. I find it visceral and real. I am not sure if you have been watching the behind the episode discussions after the show, but I've been finding his commentary fascinating, specifically when he has or he was describing how he shot the show like a reality show. I think his writing mimics that well. The conversations can seem clunky at times and we may not like all the characters decisions, but that's how life really is. Sam also explains that there are, that they were at Abel's house discussing the show. Quote, imagine you have all the dreams, all the aspirations. Imagine if you have none of the talent. That's who the character Tedros is. I find that to be an extremely juicy plot and can't wait to see it unravel next week when John, John, what? Joss finds out Tedros has been lying about a lot. Tedros and Jocelyn are using each other and fighting for dominance. I think Joss lets him think he has control, but she too will show she is a master manipulator. This is an interesting sentence as we'll discuss in this last week's episode, but this was spot on. Yeah, I liked it. Yep. I think she manipulated her way out of doing that music video shoot because it wasn't what she wanted. So she played up having a breakdown so she wouldn't have to do it. After the cum shot pick being her album cover, you know who would have done that? Lady Gaga. Oh, sorry. She said about the cum shot pick. Lady Gaga. 
Now, she is not a one-to-one comparison to Jocelyn because we did not see Stephanie grow up. She entered the scene as an adult, but Lady Gaga entered the music scene with a bang. She was all people could talk about because she was taking risk. She figured people were going to talk shit no matter what, so might as well be weirdly herself while she does it. And you know what? It worked. It really, really worked. She's one of the biggest pop stars of our generation. I also wanted to touch upon the conversation Isaac and Josh. Oh my God, why do I want to say Josh? Isaac and Joss and Chloe were having about, I think it was Phil Collins writing that great song after his child died and how the world was better off with his kid dead and having this great song to relate to. Then when Joss challenges Isaac to kiss her and he says, Tedros would kill me. I really want her to say something like, but what if Tedros killing you inspires me to make the greatest song of all time? Would it be worth it then? Because I was certainly thinking it. Mm, Thank you again for allowing me to have an outlet to express my thoughts about the show. Much love, your angel. Ha ha ha, Allie. (laughs) So cute. Thank you, Allie. (laughs) That was really cute. Thanks, Allie. What do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the photo shoot? Okay, let's see. Yeah, she Let's said a go lot in order of her email. I know she said a lot. Yeah. There's great stuff here. So she talks about Sam Levinson and the fact that like Tedros is aspirational, has all these dreams and he has mm-hmm. none of the talent. I think I think that is a juicy plot. I yeah, wish they would have played that more. And I don't even really know how they would do that. But I think there's this thing that happens between two people where like I'm gonna get feminist here allow Mm -hmm. me to do so but I think that women with influence and power and confidence are really attractive to men and sometimes men will align themselves with that woman or like get in a relationship with that woman because he also too has the same aspirations and the same dreams and maybe there's this idea that hey if I become or if I'm you know, in a relationship with this woman that I can also be famous and powerful. And what we come to find is that like Tedros is infatuated by Joss, but he has none of the talent. So he's Mm -hmm. having to manipulate her to get what he wants. Um, And we'll start to see it like after we read the emails and voicemail, we talk about this episode, we start to see that like he may be a little bit over his skis, which is such a great... Mm -hmm plot point i think it happens in real life a lot with women that are more powerful than their male counterparts um sometimes men can't necessarily stand like a powerful woman or a woman of influence and aspiration so you know looking at that from a feminist lens i think is is to allison's point sorry ally really really juicy and then she goes on to talk about the the cum shot and how lady gaga would be our our girl. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I, I don't know Lady Gaga that much. She's done a lot of interviews. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm trying to compare Jocelyn to her, not with the weekend to her. Um, I don't know because I think she would mess up a lot of endorsement deals. Like I, I don't know if she would <laughs> do that. That's a lot of endorsement deals that she has. Yeah, and we kind of vaguely know, I guess, from the episode that she might have Jocelyn might have been like on a TV show. Did you catch that? Mm. Um, I didn't catch that. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, because I think um, Troy Savon's character, Xander, um, you know, I think he was on a TV show with it. I mean, they didn't really say much. Maybe we should say that for later. But I'm thinking maybe she was on a Disney-like show. And then, mm-hmm. you know, 
something happen. But uh, yeah, let's talk about that later. I did watch the behind the episodes and they're really, they're really great. They are really great. I don't, I think Sam Levinson is pretty polarizing. I think you either like him or you don't like him. I know that his work includes, obviously he created Euphoria. He's on this show, was EP for X and Pearl. Oh, really? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And then I thought he did like a, like off the wall movie. Hold on. Yeah. I mean, his movies are all really gritty. I thought that there, I thought for what, some reason I thought he did like Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember that scene where Optimus Prime was uh, being <laughs> choked? I <laughs> love that scene. Remember when his bionic dick broke in half? <laughs> that was Stan Levinson writing. You remember when Bumblebee had cum on his face? That was so <laughs> great. <laughs> um, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, all right, so Lady Gaga is an interesting, interesting thought. Yeah, because I did think she tried to make it as a regular just singer, and that kind of failed. And mm-hmm. but I don't really know much about Lady Gaga. I was never into her. Yep. Yeah. I I, I did like her. I think she was super poppy. She wore the infamous meat dress. Oh, I want to go back. I think I skipped it. So Allison talks about how she thinks that Joss now is the manipulator and she manipulated her way out of the music video because it wasn't her song. What do you think about that? Joss? Um, I could see that. But after this show, the episode of um, that we're talking about, I don't think that's so. Cause you don't? I, no. Because she was talking to the reporter from Benny Fair and she seemed kind of embarrassed by it and trying to cover that up. So I don't think, do you think that? I don't know. I'm finding it hard to read Jocelyn. I think that after this episode, you're right. I think she did want the song. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say she's also not a manipulator. Because I think she is manipulative. She's manipulative. Yeah. And like this episode, we kind of got a glimpse of who she really was when yeah. Rob came over. Because he was like, you're not, this is not you. What are you doing? Last point, conversation with Joss and Chloe about why don't you kiss me? And he said, Tetris would kill me. Allie says, it would have been great to see, but what if your killing inspires greatest song of all time? That would have been mean for her to do. I'm not going to lie. Like if she did that. Really? Yeah. If I think Tetris really would, would hurt him pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would hurt him pretty bad, but I think she, it would have been great to for her to have said that because that's such an outrageous thing yeah. to say. Like, how far are you willing to take your creative ambition? Right. Because they're like, oh, super fucking pretentious. Well, stop saying no to experiences. Like, you got to say yes to everything. And it's like, okay, well, how about you get yourself killed and then maybe I'll write a good song. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that should be like a red flag if if you're dating someone and his friend or whatever was like, I can't do it. He would kill me. Like, I mm-hmm. really think he meant like kill. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, yeah. I, I yeah, that would have been she should have said that. But I think that would have been really mean to do. I think so. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, what is mean at is this point? Like, what is, is it mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess. We've seen her last episode do a lot of mean things. 
Um, so, pff, Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we do voicemails? Yeah, let's do voicemails. Thank you all for making the podcast. Um, there's not many people doing it. I literally researched uh, the Idol podcast right after I watched the first episode because it was some crazy shit that I've never seen. And I feel like the director is creating art at its finest because it's creating conversations that weren't originally taking place. I think that as someone who lives like an average normal life like I do, like looking at the entertainment industry and famous people from afar, like on my Snap stories and, you know, what you read about them, like it's so easy for me to sit here and judge them off of what I read. But in reality, I mean, from what we see in The Idol, how her mom has been hitting her this entire time, and, like, that's what she depends on to do what she does every day. Like, I can't even sit here and try to understand what that would feel like. I mean, I can definitely feel bad for her and, like, look at her in a different way, say if that was, like, Selena Gomez in real life, you know? Like, it just, you know, it makes you question what did they have to do to be where they are? You know, like, maybe they're not, I mean, obviously, they're not just like us. Like, no one has it easy, I don't think, but, yeah. Yeah, hopefully that makes sense. I don't really know. Just kind of commentary. Um, Keep doing what y'all are doing. Yeah, uh, thanks for the email, or thanks for the voicemail. Um, I wish you would left your name so we can thank you personally, but, yeah, uh, I believe she's right. Um, I, I think... These are the extremes because we don't want to see just the average pop star who would be. I'm trying to think of like who's kind of average. I don't I can't think of anything. People want to say Demi Lovato, but that's not true. Um, I think they go to the extremes. And I saw that um, Sam Levison and The Weeknd and Britney Spears were, were like hanging out and Britney made a post like, oh, I'm going to be on The Idol. So I think they were kind of asking her for her opinion and her experiences, I assume. Cause she's like, when I think of this, I think of her and Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. the show. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts, Marla? Yeah. I mean, I, I like this empathetic take because I think a lot of the commentary myself included has just been like negative against the characters. And I think maybe the weekend is trying to high, like, show a greater audience it's kind of a crazy wild wild west world out here that not everybody is privy to and some of this may be over exaggerated for tv but you know i'm sure a lot of this stuff happens in real life um so i appreciate that take one person that comes to mind i don't know if you've read this but jeanette mccurdy is an actress on the disney channel and she was in iCarly, i believe and then she got her own spinoff show anyways she wrote a book about um, entitled I'm glad my mom died and oh, okay yeah so she has an abusive mom and it, it's not as bad as Joss's situation but you know she talks about how her mom kept her on a calorie deficit put mm. all these seeds in her head about how to be a child star or celebrity and so yeah like there's very true point to that dynamic in in real life hollywood yeah not come to think about it um and i definitely not just put together the whole justin timberlake versus like heartthrob rob maybe um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's you're right and i think the weekend does have access since he's like 
one of the biggest stars in the world. And I think he, who did, do you know who he, who he did it? Was it Selena Gomez? Yeah. Or, Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he knows the people who are in this and, you know, I don't know much about K-pop. I know very little, but I know that they are, they can't do a lot of stuff. Like they can't even have relationships. They're told where to go. And I think they might've passed the law, but again, I don't know much about K-pop, but I know that they are have it way worse than yeah. Americans. There's um, a lot of Canadians, yeah. I don't know what you call it. A lot of K-pop stars have committed suicide because of the depression and high expectations that the media puts on them. And I think the weekend doesn't have experience with that since he basically did everything himself when he was homeless seventeen. I think he put out House of Blooms when he was like twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he reached out to people that we ever know. I thought yeah. that was ice. It looks like ice spice came. I like, the, <laughs> I like your dog's hair. I forgot my your dog interrupted me. My thought. Sorry. But yeah, I I do agree. Let's. What else did she say? Um, damn, he just wants to be a part f- of the podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> the the stare. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I can probably edit that out. Thank you for that, Marla. Uh, I can't believe I like dogs now. Um, oh my gosh i know dude i was watching these reels sorry we're on a tangent you can keep this in if you want i was watching this these reels where like people surprise their family with dogs god Mm -hmm. i was bawling (laughs) yeah bro like i now understand why john wick killed those people like i get it i get Uh, it i mean yeah i'd be like yeah and they and they took his car like i that's that's yeah i get it egregious when I came out, I was like, oh, this guy's overreacting. But now, no, I will, <laughs> I will definitely, I, I will do some damage if someone hurt my dog like yep. that. All right. Um, yeah, I appreciate your voicemail. Um, let's see, what else did she say? What, is she, what else do we want to talk about? Um, yeah, I, I like her take on it of just being uh, empathetic and understanding that these are the extremes. So, mm-hmm. it's, of course, it's going to be that way. Um, okay, let's play the next one. This one's from Not Your Manic Pixie. Okay, this is Manic Pixie, Not Your Manic Pixie again. I don't know if you guys received my first message, so I'm going to try to make this quick. First of all, I'd like to give a shout-out to Derek. Thank you so much for not only doing a great job reviewing the show, but also being able to um, appreciate the show for what it is and also point out the religious imagery. I think that you have definitely given me more of an uh, of an appreciation for the show versus like all the hate the dog piling that is being done right now online um i think you do give a fair perspective and it is also balanced with um i'm so sorry marlene <laughs> i'm so sorry marlene. with the other host as well um so now moving on is to my opinions of the show um I think that the show is discombobulated a bit. There are some parts that are very strong versus others, and I think that just has to do with the writing. I feel that the writing is mostly um, done by Sam Levinson and Abel and definitely leans more into masculine tones in the show, like a more masculine perspective of obviously the music industry. And I do believe if there had been more diversity in the writer's room, that the show could actually give a more full portrait of the pop star experience, especially in today's world, which I also agree with Levinson to some extent. Like, 
the music industry is very much tied to the adult industry. So if there could have been like a delicate balance between the two, I think a lot of the sex scenes could definitely be a lot more impactful. Um, and I made a note of the weekend question mark, or I wrote the weekend comma a creep question mark. And the only reason why I did that was because I'm not convinced that the weekend is playing a character with a rat tail. <laughs> Um, he's very forceful. I think he's trying really hard to come across as that, as Tedros, but also maybe that's just how he sees himself. So he's kind of acting out this like fantasy role, um, on the show, like kind of appeasing himself. But anyways, um, I'm bummed that the show is canceled or at least it was always going to be a limited series. So I hope to hear from you guys soon, new episodes or a new podcast when the show is done. Thank you so much. Bye. Well, that was a great perspective. I feel like her voicemail brought up things I didn't even think about specifically. Like she talks about the masculine perspective and how if there's yeah. more DNI in the writer's room, it would have created a different show. Yeah, shout out which to is, Not Your Manic Pixie, by the way. Yeah, Not Your Manic Pixie. And you can call me Marlene if you want. It's, that's <laughs> not my name, but if that's what you want to call me, that's okay too. Again, we got the whole question is how is the weekend? Is the weekend creepy? We don't know, which is kind of why it's weird. Cause I don't think he meant to play this. I think eventually like he thought of this idea and then someone asked him and I'm glad he uh, is playing, but I don't know. See, I would have mistake. thought he yeah. like, are all, I think it's creepy if he had intended to play this and mm -hmm. wrote it this way. On the GQ interview, I think he said he didn't mean he didn't want to play. I think, like, he he just did the story. As far as diversity in the writer's room, I don't know. Um, I do agree, but I, because I know they had another showrunner who was a female, and they, she kind of got fired, I, I I believe. But yeah, I, I think this should be, like, look how disgusting women are treated mm -hmm. in this industry. Like, I think... This is like, we need to, I don't know if they say we need to do something, but like, maybe it, it will reach out to the audience of like, hey, let's not sexualize um, Britney Spears or the next, you know, Christina Aguilera or Billie Eilish. Let's just let them be them. And I, I think that's why the sex scenes are awkward and, and, and just weird. Maybe. Um, I think that it's definitely written from a man's perspective. The dark masculine i don't know how to describe like oh give me an example of the masculine but i can see where she's coming from i can't mm -hmm. put my finger on it you know there's crazy sex scenes that i don't want to say a woman can't conjure those up but they're wild ass sex scenes mm -hmm. that don't feel like i think with and i'm generalizing here but i feel like women appreciate a softness and appreciate like the romantic aspect of a relationship whereas maybe men are a little bit more geared towards the physical part of a relationship and so to manic pixie's point like there is no softness in this show really mm -mm. maybe we see glimpses of it between like interactions with chloe but there is no softness and that's a result of having all male writers okay i can see that but here's the thing about the sex scenes if they were to just cut away to do like the old-fashioned like pan to fireplace new thing we would mm -hmm. just assume like oh they like made passionate passionate sweet love mm -hmm. like we'd be like okay they like each other but showing the whole harshness and how 
just perverse it is, we know like, oh, this is not like a healthy relationship. This is right people using each other. Um, yeah, so I think that's very true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I want, I don't know Sam Levine that much. I want to believe the weekend and him are good people, and the weekend is a lot smarter than a lot more artistic than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope the week is not a creep and I do agree more di- diversity um, dumb me I wish I would see who like directed it and who um, write who writes it I wish I'd maybe paid attention to the credits so maybe I'll, I'll do that next show but yeah thanks for the thanks for the voicemail is that all that she said I'm trying to think if there's anything else I don't know as far as our podcast is concerned we'll we'll figure that out later Okay, let's take a break. Um, we have some commercials to play. That's insane that we have commercials. Um, yeah, we have a podcast. commercial. Okay, Derek, oh. don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to be selling like um, rat tails that people can just <laughs> buy and wear, and pictures of Bumblebee with cum on his face. Um, so yeah, we'll be back after this. Isn't that cool? That's here. Yeah, that's weird. Um, what do you want to do? Because this is 48 minutes and it usually takes us like 30 minutes to talk about the show. And the show has a lot of shit. What do you want to do? I'll just break it up into two parts. Okay. 